0: Welcome to the Friends I View podcast, where Sean and Jose talk about everything under the sun. Visit FriendsayView.com for more, unlock exclusive content on Patreon, and catch our videos on YouTube at the Friends I View. Subscribe for weekly episodes and let's explore the world together.
1: Thank you for joining us. We'll be talking about the beautiful tit culture. I mean, it's crazy, man. Like (laughs) Alexa, this morning, man, I swear to God, I was like, hey, Alexa, um, could you play something? And they told me uh, I needed t- 20%, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck you going to buy? Okay, now, hookers, we, we talked about this shit, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it is crazy. I mean,
0: now, even when you go to pick up your food you know they have that screen that flips and so it's going to ask you a couple questions instead of saying hey
1: you know are you guys going to (laughs) tip and then i don't know like it's crazy like like so i i understand the tip thing i really do i just think there's multiple levels we need to talk about today you know with this whole thing but now you have organizations who don't even do tips customarily doing tips like i remember like because you obviously i've been in Colombia for about seven months eight months now yep but i remember going in the subway and everything you just made me a sandwich that's what you did yeah um it was all but like two seconds and as you're checking out i was like do you want to add a tip you're like man it's like everything wants a tip
0: yeah but you know and for the i i wholeheartedly believe that For the people that provide a service, if they don't receive enough tips in their eyes, I believe they raise the prices as well in order to incorporate that tip already there. And then what happens when other people begin to tip, then they're paying, they're receiving more. You know, I mean, the service can be great. I understand that wholeheartedly, but at the same time, it should be up to the person to make that determination, you know,
1: not that person that's providing the service. My opinion. Because there's like several forms of thought here, right? Yeah. Um, so it kind of started off with um, with the, uh, the food industry, you know? Yep. We had obviously really awesome, uh, what do they call them? Uh, those groups who pay politicians. <laughs> with, yeah. <laughs> like, what's the word? It's on the top of my tongue, top of my tongue. Lobbyists. They are, yes. they are great lobbyists because they're like, look. The minimum wage is eight bucks or nine bucks which we'd already talked about inflation the problem there and the yeah buttons. but they're like okay cool you guys get to pay them like two or three dollars but they get to keep tips and so it's like now it's the responsibility of the customer yeah to make sure that these people are making money okay which they can obviously depending on and let's be honest, and this is where honesty comes in. <laughs> okay. This, women typically make higher tips for the, all the right reasons. <laughs> okay. Um, and then in certain scenarios, like, so a person in a nicer restaurant is going to make more in tips than, say, somebody working in a Waffle House. Okay. okay. Typically right now, speaking. Yep. And so it put the responsibility of paying appropriate wages on the customers. So now, now you got this whole new generation. We're going to be talking about this in other podcasts where you have almost like an entitlement kind of um, thought process about things. And so now you have people who are like, well, you know, if you're not going to tip, just don't go out and eat. And it's like, okay, um, tips are based on service. So assuming, assuming I'm happy with the service, um assuming different things than I should tip. And I remember the percentage was like 10 or 15% was considered good. Yeah. Like, I remember now they're like 20, 25% is yeah good. Yeah. And you're like, man, like it's not it's not a mandatory thing to tip. And I yeah. feel bad because you see people with especially with social media, I've seen it where somebody didn't tip enough and then what, what happens? They close that crap to Facebook and tag them in it. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you have exactly the right point.
0: And, and, by the way, let me just uh, go ahead and say no offense to Waffle House because that's where I went for Veterans Day. <laughs> no, no. Waffle House is great, man. I know. I know you meant it's more the price here because in a more um, expensive dining environment, you're going to pay more because the prices are more and the percentages are going to be more. I understand. But... For me, being able to say, OK, this person didn't provide the right service or, you know, obviously that server is going through a rough patch or something in his or her life that she's or he's obviously taking it out on us. So why should I, as a customer, have to pay for that service or have to tip for a service that I don't feel, you know, um, that person did? justice in the way they served us you know and and that's the thing for someone to feel obligated no that's in that's incorrect and for someone to feel ashamed or even shamed on a tiktok video because of it is absolutely wrong exactly and because like
1: i said it's based on service yeah and but then again i do also know that sometimes people expect service higher than what they're paying for yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like you seen those. I remember this one where this lady was at McDonald's ordering for the dollar menu, and she's trying to treat it like this was a nice restaurant. You know, <laughs> okay, that you know, and it's like, no, nah, no, nah, at a dollar menu, you you are lucky the fries are even warm. <laughs> The food that you get is even lukewarm at a dollar menu because no matter what type of company you are, you ain't making nothing at a dollar menu. You're not. Uh, I don't know.
0: I may have to disagree with that one. The reason why, because depending on how much uh, McDonald's actually pays for that burger, maybe they're. Paying 25 cents per burger because they buy it in bulk. Yeah, yeah, but you make 75 cents. (laughs)
1: Even if you talk that, but you also got to understand there's overhead. True. There's um, salaries, there's health insurance, there's insurance, there's marketing. You know, when you factor into that dollar hamburger, they're probably only making like 10 cents on it after everything's said and done. Gotcha. Now, now the other meals, like the more expensive ones, they they probably have a bigger bigger window. But you're talking, think, yeah, eight bucks, nine bucks, ten bucks for a meal. You know, yeah, of course. Where they may have only spent like seventy five cents, maybe a dollar of that. You know, so so that's what I'm getting at. But you can't. You got to have, and that's kind of where the Karens come in and different things. But I don't think, I don't think. Everybody upset with service is a Karen, even if they need to speak with a manager, because I'm going to be honest, I've worked customer service and I know I have provided bad customer service mm-hmm. and no I, I've had bad customer service provided to me. Why? Because we're human. Gotcha. I mean, you don't know what's going on in someone's life. Yeah. Especially in today's world. It's not uncommon. Let's say you, you go into you go into a restaurant, right? And I figure most employers have a very unrealistic expectation. Okay. Yeah. Um, you remember in the military they used to say it all the time too: "Leave your problems on the pier, <laughs> leave your problems at the gate." <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. Of course. And and employers will have this concept of like leave, and it's like that's just not a realistic expectation. Yeah, so there are certain things. Yes, you. I mean, you can be a professional and do your best job, but you're probably, depending on what's going on, you may not be a hundred percent correct. Okay, you might be 50, 60 percent, depending on how, and it's because we're human. Yep, fair enough. What do, you, yep. what do you What do you say to the guy? And we're going to use a very extreme example. Yeah, even though it's even though it's not an uncommon example. Let's say you're a guy, because and I'm not, this isn't men versus female. This is just how things are. <laughs> okay. Let's say you're a guy, you got your wife cheating, you're going through a divorce, you have to fight for custody of your children, okay, paying alimony and child support, okay, and losing everything. How can I look at you coming into work every day and go, you know what? Leave it at the door. Yeah, You don't big, leave it at first. You know, like, 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 and expect you to be 100%. Because I know you need to come to work. You just lost everything. Yeah. So he's there, right, there has and, to and, be and a yeah. level of, and I think even customers, there has to be a level of understanding that you don't know. Like, I've had like 10 friends commit suicide. With, well, I was in the military. Mm-hmm. And when I had to go into work... I went in with that baggage of a friend who i've known for 15 years yeah shot his brains out that morning gotcha and i have to go to work and he want me to leave it at the door
0: yeah it's um yeah oh yeah and, and that's why yeah and that's why you know i try to as far as me myself i try to say um have an understanding that hey People do have bad days, understandably so, you know, and I, and I don't take it as anything personal, you know, when I'm receiving service that I don't think is adequate.
1: Of course. And uh, I, I think that's where I think the temp culture needs to kind of tie it down a little bit. Employers just need to pay more so that it doesn't, because in sales, they do it all the time where they do commission and, and bonus. Right? Yeah. So that way, you have a set scale, pay scale, and then you can add more by, by producing more, by yes. selling more. And you can have the same concept in any of these environments. Sure. But you need to understand that the tipping thing has to be completely voluntary. Correct. And, and if what the employer is paying you is not enough to cover and this is where it becomes interesting then maybe look at a different job okay, okay. because by you leaving you are now forcing the employer to start paying more to or try to leave because employers are going to have to step up to the back because we talked about inflation uh, of course yes eight dollars an hour even though <laughs> people and i've heard people go oh it's because they're not meant to be grown-up jobs you're like what exactly is a grown-up job (laughs) yeah you know not everybody can be a doctor not everybody can be a lawyer not everybody can be an architect not everybody can be a doc, a nurse or any high performing high paying jobs or else nobody's gonna bring you the fucking pizza that you want there you go, man. Nobody's going to make it, <laughs> yeah. like, you need people to work these jobs. That shouldn't be a wage discourage them from making money. It yeah. means you're you're not going to make as much as the doctor, and that's understandable and that's realistic. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't be operating in such a fashion to where somebody is going to. I need tips to put to make anything.
0: Yeah, and to put extra food on my table, everything else. Yeah. (laughs) For me, I mean, you're right. I used to think of it that way, but, you know, that when I was in high school, I worked at both McDonald's and Burger King, but I didn't see it as a a job that I was going to keep for the rest of my life because I already knew that I was going to join the military. Yeah. That's, you know, but not everyone has that opportunity. Not everyone grows up the same that's why we are all different we are all and and that's what makes us unique as people you know so for me the job that you have now don't get me wrong if you still if you become a doctor be the best doctor you can be if you want to still work at mcdonald's if you still want to deliver pizzas that's that's great no problem at all be the best at that that you can be as well You know, don't just take it with a grain of salt. If you're going to put together a burger, make sure it's the best burger that you've ever put together and make it consistent, you know, for everyone. And that's, I think, where we're going wrong. As for when I was in Japan, let me, let me, for example, and I know we talk about military (laughs) stories sometimes, when I was in Japan, the Big Mac that was served to me at one of their McDonald's looked exactly like the poster that they have at the restaurant. Now, come here to the United States, and most Big Macs don't look like that either. There's too much sauce, you know, going on and go, you know, and that's where it stems from. Take pride in your work, and I'm sure you'll receive the tip that you're supposed to receive
1: yeah yeah in most cases for sure um i think it boils down to cultural differences you know yeah that um, would be it as well yep you're right because like i'll be honest and this will go into more into entitlement stuff we're gonna have to talk about on a different podcast but like you have some people with some unrealistic expectations and life is one of those things and you see it on both sides like employers employees Employers have their unrealistic expectations like they want you to treat this job like they would treat being that it's their business, you know? Yeah, okay. or being that they don't make $100,000 more than you do or what which I think is unrealistic expectation. Of course, of um, course. What because you have you have a you have a problem and the mm-hmm. problem boils down to this money is a is a median of exchange that is necessary for our world now we're going to talk about systems and i want to talk about systems on one of these podcasts sure but it's a system that we need monetary because it allows us because on a barter system works between like you and i on a very micro level it doesn't work on a macro level could you imagine if you worked at mcdonald's try to buy a house and try to figure out what you can possibly trade for a $300,000 house, you just would never be able to do it. Okay. So you need the money thing, but you have this challenge where, like, let's say you get paid $10 an hour, right? Okay. Your motivation is not to do more work than $10 an hour because that's all you're getting paid. Okay. And you're never going to feel like you're paid enough because what are you doing? You're trading time. And people never talk about what time really is. And I think okay. we should. I think we should be the first people to really talk about what time is. People okay. talk about time as like on my clock. Mm-hmm. One hour, two hours, three hours. Time is your life. So if i give you 40 hours of my week, yeah. I have really given you 40 hours of my life. Yeah, True. 40 hours of my energy, 40 yeah. hours of my intention. 40 hours of and that is expensive that is invaluable like there's no price tag to life and we all know about it when we say life is precious life is um i mean it is it goes to the point where
0: some people reflect back on their lives and say i spent most of my time working and didn't have time to either start a family enjoy more time with my family take more vacation. Yeah, we're going to talk about
1: regret at some
0: point too. Yeah, of oh, course, because it all lies is, together. <laughs> there. Yeah, but yeah, you're absolutely correct. It It is your life. It is a part of you that you're pouring into your job, your time, your hours that you
1: spend working, of course. then, So you're never going to get paid enough to validate the hours that you put in. I could give I could give you a million dollars and it's still not equal to the invaluable amount that time is worth. (laughs) And then employers, right? Employers, if they're paying you ten dollars an hour, they need you to do twenty hours worth twenty dollars an hour's worth of work to be able to make money.
0: Exactly. So they don't have to hire another person to do another to give them
1: another ten hours or so, exactly, yeah, so so it's like, so you got this trade off and this balance between what the employer needs and what the employee needs, and that's where this balance comes and 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 that's kind of where this typical juice is coming in, you know it's a, yeah, of course,' it's so far unbalanced that I'm going to demand people to give me money where you're not, okay, now. One question that
0: I'm gonna ask you directly: Do you think if you pick up your food that you need to leave a tip or leave a tip? Excuse me.
1: So, so this is a tricky question, <laughs> go ahead, right? Okay. Um, I'll answer it after you. Huh? I'll answer it after you. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Uh, I've seen where, like, where somebody has done a huge order, um, a to go order. Yep. and then you have to go in and pick it up. Gotcha. I think in that particular case, you do. And the reason why I say is because you are typically those orders are not small, right? Like if I say if it's like a normal order, yeah, like a normal order, then I'd say it's it's up to you. Like okay. it's like a normal like family order. But if gotcha. it's something that's notably not normal like you're picking up like for instance there was a guy um because remember I used to do the the lifting. you know yep. extra money, like a lot of people do. Yeah, I remember and I remember he was working for uh if I remember correctly he was working for uh, the, the Little Caesars. Okay. So they have the little hot reddies. Yes. And I'm taking him in there to Little Caesars at like midnight shortly after midnight okay i was like you know what this is a little early to be going in aren't you you know like you're obviously going to work and it's a little early he goes yeah like uh somebody had ordered 100 pizzas 100 hot and readies wow and we can only do like five or ten at a time it's so <laughs> so i had to come in really early so that i can make sure i do the 100 pizzas oh wow okay and not particular, in situations like that. Yeah. You better leave a massive <laughs> tip, okay? Like, I'm talking like life-changing or at least life-validating tip because you're having this man come in like eight hours prior to his shift yeah. just to pump out pizzas. Most definitely. Especially when you were saving on those pizzas because I, I lived on that already, man. Oh, wow. Another okay. $5, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't so you you need you need to tip this poor man because he's gonna be pumping out pizzas this whole freaking time. Yeah. And that and the tip should reflect the service you are receiving. Correct. Exactly. But, but then I, I for think me, if it's like like subway, uh-huh. I, I think it's hit or miss if you want on the subway. You know, because I'm coming in, I know you're providing a service, you're making a sandwich. Okay, let's yeah. be honest about it. You're making a sandwich. Gotcha. Uh, um, But you are still making that sandwich to the specifications of the customer,
0: of the person that's picking it up. You're not just arbitrarily putting lettuce, tomato, mayo, or anything on a sandwich and just selling it like that. You're actually making a sandwich
1: to order for that customer. Look, look. I say, say, you're not going to make me feel bad about it, okay? (laughs) Okay, you're not. Yeah, I don't care what you say, Jose. <laughs> not gonna make me feel bad about it. There are times. There's a time when I think that, like, to me, like that isn't, like, to me, it's not customary to tip the subway guy. Gotcha. You know, there are restaurants that I know that are customary. You know, gotcha. because I'm sitting down at a. I'm sitting. The ones that kill me. The ones that kill me is like I have to go. And there was a taco place over by UCF who did this crap. Huh? <laughs> where, where you go up through the register, you make your order. Okay. They want you to tip, but you also got to come up and get your order too. Ah. So all they did was make the food. Now granted, now, granted, they still made the food, but it's not customary to tip the chef. And that's what I look at it as. I'm tipping the chef. Gotcha. I'm not tipping like the subway. I'm tipping the chef. Yeah.
0: You know? Fair point. Fair point. I When I go, for me to answer the question, if I go to pick up a food, if I go to pick up food that I ordered, I usually leave 10%. Now, if, like you had explained in your answer, if I order a large uh, order, then I would leave at least 15 to 18%. So it would go up. It depends on what... Um, I order, but I normally leave at least 10% when I pick it up. And you know who told me to do that? My esposa. Yes. And the reason why is because, remember, she used to work in the restaurant business as well. I am fully aware. Yeah. And so that's, that's for me, I get my tip etiquette, if you will, from her.
1: So I ask her mm-hmm. if she tips the subway guy. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm if she goes in and they make it right there on the spot and she dines in. No. If she if she does and then I'm you know I'm assuming this is the case because this is what we've talked about. Now if she goes in and orders it You're under hose and if, <laughs> if she orders it and picks it up, then I'm sure she'll go ahead and tip ten percent. But if she dines in and she, you know, just sits there and enjoys her sandwich right then and there at the register, you know, you go through the process at the end you pay and then that's it. No, she probably won't. You see?
1: You see, so hey. what I what I said obviously was the right answer. It was food That's true. Do you see? And what I said was as well. So there you go. <laughs> no, I mean,
0: you know, I mean, I I can understand. I you know and and for every tip that we leave or we don't leave there are people that never leave a tip you know so i keep that in mind as well and try not to make up for the tips that the people don't leave because that's not my job and you know that's not what I go about doing but I keep that in the back of my mind maybe sometimes they provide the best service to a person and they aren't tipped accordingly and then that's when they may or may not take it out on the next customers that follow suit or that
1: come in after that person you know right yeah so the last last week you said you had a crazy story which kind of spurred this whole little yes this whole little concept
0: my wife and I were dining in one of these restaurants. I'm not going to name them.
1: <laughs> is it
0: a customarily tempting restaurant? Yes, it's
1: not customary. It,
0: yes, it is. It is, and I can say it. I guess we went to uh, Applebee's just to stay around the neighborhood and have a quick lunch. And you just fell for the
1: advertisement.
0: Well, no, no, we just went yeah, Applebee's. You remember that it was
1: the neighborhood bar and grill.
0: Oh, yeah, it still is. And then we just, we were looking around. We said, you know what? We haven't been here in a while. Let's just go in. And uh, we did. And we weren't really starving. We weren't really too hungry. So we shared an appetizer, one of the big appetizers. And we also ordered an entree. Well, Applebee's now has two-for-one drinks. I don't know if you were aware of. (laughs) So I ordered my usual Long Island iced tea and got the other one. You know, Um, the thing is, though, They brought both at the same time, which, you know, I'm like, uh, why would you do that? But anyway, I digress. So we were sitting there and there were two ladies um, behind us and our server, she had a boot. She was wearing a boot. So obviously, if you're wearing a boot and you're still working on your feet, then you need the money, obviously. Yeah. You know, you're not calling in. Which you should probably be home resting if you can afford to do that. And I'm not assuming that I know what her uh, her uh, financial status is. But if I was in a boot, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be on my feet. I have you. Out it it Exactly. Unless I absolutely needed to make sure that I went in for my shift. Well... You know, right then and there, I kind of felt bad for her too. So I understood why she brought me my two drinks. She did, probably didn't want to walk back and forth. Okay, I accepted that. The ladies behind us just ordered, I think, a coffee or maybe something small between them. And we heard that, we overheard them saying, yeah, that that person is not the sharpest tool in the shed. Why? Why would you say something like that? Because they're not bending over backwards to serve or what do you think is not good service you know and and that's what i that's where my story came in because you know you have bad customers just as well as you have bad servants you know yeah and some t- and they definitely go hand in hand so you know and that's why i said why well, you know should that person have tipped i personally would have done it just on the the sheer, you know thing that she came into work and had a boot on. Now, there's some definite bad customers.
1: Yeah. Anybody anybody ever doubts that word customer service or anything where you have to deal with the customers? Yeah. And you will know very quickly how <laughs> oh, that's the okay. I got a story for you on that one. Like the worst okay. customer I ever had, right? <laughs> okay. Like, like it was just it was bad. Like so <laughs> it was I just It was shortly after I met you, remember? Yeah. What, 2013 or so. Okay. And and remember I started with Brian's, right? Yes, I remember. I I was working residential. I only had the job for like a couple weeks after training at this point, because that's where we were at at this point. Okay. Training at that time was like a month. And then I was like on the floor for like two weeks, you know? Okay. Uh, It was a... There was an outage that day, just a massive outage. Okay. Where people were, were sitting in queue for a long time, and so, so the outage got cleared up, but it was still queued up. Yeah. And this woman calls in, and, and she's just irate. Okay. I've been sitting on the phone for like two hours waiting for someone to... I go, we were in an outage. He goes, well, they said the outage is over. I go, okay, yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I don't have any internet. So I'm like, okay, well, so, you know, now we got to do troubleshooting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm like, okay, so uh, what lights do you see on the modem? There isn't any lights on the modem, you dumbass. <laughs> oh, wow. i like, right, can you make, is it plugged in? What do you mean is it plugged in? Does it have power, meaning do you have it plugged into the wall? <laughs> She goes, "What the fuck does that matter?" I'm like, <laughs> "Because if it's not plugged in, and there's no lights on it. You're not getting the internet. <laughs> because normally, like a customer like this, I would yes. just reboot the modem because the dumbasses would call them on the on the on the internet phone, and I'd reboot the modem and be done with them. Because I uh, had, had a policy I couldn't hang up on your ass. Gotcha. <laughs> so so rebooting the modem was a way to get rid of most of these people." <laughs> She, clearly not the case here. She's on her cell phone. <laughs> gotcha. So she goes, no, plugging in a wall isn't even going to matter because I don't have any lights on. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have any lights? I don't have any power to my apartment, you dumb fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, so is there anything else I could do for you? She goes, what do you mean? You didn't do anything for me. I go, pay your phone bill and your light will be back on. And then you have internet. Until you pay your phone your electricity bill, I can't do shit for you. <laughs>
0: wow. Like, Obviously she wasn't gonna leave you a tip.
1: No, no, no. Which is why I'm I'm glad I'm glad I don't do customer service anymore because I realize I'm not good for the customers. Because I you know, I'm professional, but after a while that sarcasm starts Sleeping in just a tad bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, then, you know, they record it and then they have you sit in offices and explain God. why you can't say that to the customer. <laughs> but, but see, that, but that's
0: what I don't understand. How some people, if you don't have power
1: in your apartment or your house, how do you think the internet
0: is going to work?
1: I'm telling you, man, like it would be like during a hurricane and those assholes will be like I don't have any power I don't have any internet you're like it's a fucking hurricane okay <laughs> now the the best story I have about a hurricane right I was doing sales for <laughs> I won't mention their name okay but they're in the vacation industry okay and what I did was I was I was selling uh the little like packs you know I'm sure you've gotten those phone calls yeah of course you know, for three or four days in some area where they pitch you a tour, yeah, two-hour timeshare tour, and try to, get of course, I yep. am there. Well, I was the one who sold the packages, okay. <laughs> and it was when Armour was coming, okay. And remember, Armour was scary as hell before it came in. Now, like, I didn't really do too much, like when it got here. Yeah, but, you know, coming in, it was looked pretty powerful. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's the size of Texas. You know, <laughs> like. Yeah. It, it was a big hurricane, and they had us work up until the point of, like, the last possible, like, you need to go home now. Wow. So, like, like the whole city is closed down, but we're in this call center answering people's calls on vacation, <laughs> and, I, and I made it a point, because one, one of our packages, because everybody knew Irma was coming, right? Yeah, everyone you had an, had any kind of weather or news new Irma, because it was just so massive, Yep. I made a specific point to for like the whole day to only sell Orlando packages oh <laughs> it was wow Orlando packages and cruise packages because it was <laughs> 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 so the whole day that's all I did was I pitched Orlando and cruises, wow, and the customers would be like. But don't you have like a hurricane? It'll be fine. (laughs) You have up to 18 months to come. But, you know, (laughs) we were rebuilt by then. (laughs) Wow. No tip for you. (laughs) No tip tip for me. And that's how I entertained myself. Like, I was selling Hawaii packages as get out of doghouse package. Wow. Like, the very first one was like in training. That was how I pitched it. Yeah, I was like, because his wife want to go to Hawaii, but he don't want to go to Hawaii. I go, look, most people just buy this just to get out of the doghouse. <laughs> you go, what do you mean? I go, how long have you been married? It was 20 years. Have you made your wife mad all the time? Okay. How do you typically get out of the doghouse? Well, I have to do a lot. And you start going out. This list. Yeah, she wants to go to Hawaii. So that means oh. you can piss her off at least twice as much and get out of it because you're going to take it away there you go and that's it and that's how that's why he bought the package <laughs> to get out <laughs> to get out of trouble with his wife <laughs> there you go but you sold it <laughs> now you used to sell all kinds of just round trap like that you know wow you know
0: and and it you know but see you did it not i don't think you did it or sold it that way to be malicious. You were just having a great time at your job. You did what you were supposed to do, you know, for the company, and you're good to go. You know? I was going
1: to be sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like specifically spending a whole day selling Orlando packages with our taxes. Yes, dear to Curtis. <laughs> <of Texas. laughs> well, I don't know. No, I don't no, know. no. They benefited from it. And so, of, of uh, course of course but that was purely because i have like 20 other places i could have (laughs) pitched but i made it a point (laughs) you're gonna have me work until the hurricane comes okay cool there you go (laughs) send everybody to orlando everybody
0: (laughs) wow well i mean yeah sometimes we do things in order to uh get back at uh what we think is might be an uncomfortable situation <laughs> or not necessary situation i should say but you know it is what it is ultimately though i think a person should volunteer to give the person the tip should they so choose not because it's forced down their throat
1: what do you think oh, absolutely absolutely like i said there's a lot of factors to that what we're the only country that really does mandatory tips or even or tips in general. Yeah, I noticed you know, that most, when I was overseas. Most yeah. countries they do, they just pay their people enough to where you don't even have to tip. That's yeah. right. Some countries they actually get offended when you tip. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being one of those, man. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think
0: the more company the more a company makes, the more they should pay their employees so that It doesn't become an uncomfortable situation at the end of the evening when the bill comes.
1: You're right. And I, yeah, so, yeah. And definitely don't post that crap to TikTok if somebody does it to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's uncalled
0: for, it's unnecessary. You know, a person has the right. This is, you know, us being from, you know, in the military and um, serving our country. We afforded that right for everyone. We afforded the right for a person not to tip, And we also afforded the person to uh, put it on TikTok, TikTok if they did it, But still, come on.
1: Who who does that? Who would do some things like that, you know? Z-Nations. That's oh. <laughs> who. <laughs> you know, they don't mess with us, man. Yeah. X-Gens, they don't mess with us because we are the fuck-around-and-find-out generation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah they, i saw I, I saw um something about that uh i think on facebook yeah it was pretty funny
1: <laughs> like, but, we do tip, but we do tip accordingly though of course yeah nah like it's just crazy i saw a couple of karens that were x Gen, and i'm like what world did you live in <laughs> because i remember as a child even like as a kid like if I wouldn't say, hey, mom, hey, dad, hey, what about that? And it was none of my fucking business. <laughs> they looked at me and were like, it's none of your fucking business.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Even if you said, excuse me. <laughs> Even
0: if you said, excuse me to get into the conversation.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, like I'd be like, hey, dad, mom, what are they dressed like that? What are they wearing up for? It's none of your business. <laughs> and that was it. That was the, so it's like. How do you, how are you, X-Gen, and become like a nosy Karen when you live to the generation of mind your own damn business? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes, it is. This is true. I, this was a good discussion, man. Always. They always are. And I appreciate the conversation, sir. I, I think next week we should talk about systems, man, since everybody wants to remove systems.
0: All right. Man, that's a plan, and I'll start looking
1: uh, for uh, for Patreon to see what a good uh, topic would be. Yeah, absolutely, and for the people that are going to be listening, definitely check our Patreon, get some of those recipes from Fulia and some crazy stories that we have. You can find that at friendseyeview.com, the link right to the button. Right, Hi, buddy, I'm going to let you go. All right, have a great one. We'll talk soon.
0: Thank you for joining the Friends I View today. If you loved our conversation, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share with friends, and stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, keep the conversation going.